Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You worked for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. Welcome, everybody. What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez. Valdez with an S, 17 floors above Madison Square Garden right here in New York City. And I want to talk about social media. Now, social media is one of those things that I I believe everybody's involved with. You know, it used to be uh, some people were involved and others weren't. And now I think everybody is. I think everybody's grandma. If they've got a grandma, they're on social media now. They're like, oh, yeah, I got the Facebook and whatever. So we're seeing that happen. And I'm looking at a story where... The Department of Justice, the current Department of Justice, led under um, Joe El Baboso Biden, arrested and indicted a man over a 2016 meme. This is a Florida guy that was arrested this morning on charges of conspiring with others in advance of the 2016 U.S. election to disseminate misinformation designed to deprive individuals of their constitutional right to vote. Douglas Mackey, also known as Ricky Vaughn, 31 years old of West Palm Beach, was charged by criminal complaint in the Eastern District of New York. He was taken into custody by the West Palm Beach uh, police and then I guess with the FBI and brought to appear before United States Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt, blah, 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 in the Southern District of Florida. Now, here's the quote. There is no place in public discourse for lies and misinformation to defraud citizens of their right to vote, said Seth D. Duquesne acting U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York. With Mackey's arrest, we serve notice that those who would subvert the democratic process in this manner cannot rely on the cloak of Internet anonymity to evade responsibility for their crimes. That's fascinating. When Have we ever seen that before? Anyway, they will be investigated, caught, and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And that's the U.S. attorney. Now, the complaint alleges that back in 2016, Mackey established an audience on Twitter with approximately 58,000 followers. And the MIT Media Lab ranked Mackey as the 107th most important influencer of the then upcoming election, ranking his account above outlets like NBC News, which was number 114, Stephen Colbert Show, number 119. <laughs> Why would they even put that in an article? And Newt Gingrich, number 141. That's, um, all right, so this guy Mackey was uh, wiping the floors with NBC News, Stephen Colbert, and Newt Gingrich. As alleged in the complaint between September 2016 and November 2016, this led up to the November uh, 2016 election. They claim Mackey conspired with others to use social media platforms, including Twitter, to disseminate fraudulent messages designed to encourage supporters of one of the presidential candidates to, quote unquote, vote via text message or via social media, a legally invalid method of voting. Now, I I actually remember this. This actually came up again in the midterm. Funny stuff. Anyway. 
So as an example that they cite here in the article, Mackey alleged in a, in a tweeted image that featured an African-American woman standing in front of African-Americans for uh, whatever candidate. It doesn't say the candidates bleeped out. The image included the following text. Avoid the line. Vote from home. Text so-and-so's name to 59925. Vote for so-and-so and be a part of history. The fine print at the bottom of the image said, must be 18 or older to vote. One vote per person. Must be a legal citizen of the U.S. Voting by text is not available in Guam, Puerto Rico, Alaska, or Hawaii. Hawaii paid for by candidate, blah, 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 2016. That's probably the line that got them in trouble where they crossed over from candidate to actual like political interference, claiming that it was paid for by a certain candidate committee. I laugh at all of this because if you're listening to me right now and you think that you can vote for the president of the United States via cell phone, then we've got bigger problems than arresting this guy. You can't vote via text. We just learned about voting via mail and Trump, you know, threw a fit, as did many of us, saying, you know what? No, voting is a thing you do. It's election day. You go, you stand in line, you get it done. And here you have people saying, you know, I mean, I've always joked and hopefully the FBI doesn't come knocking on my door, but I have always joked like every election, I will put something on Facebook or Twitter and I will say, election day is tomorrow. Vote for the Republican. If you're voting for a Democrat, vote the following day. I've said that for years. And we all know there's only one day for election day, at least up until this year. So when I tell you election day for Democrats is on the 5th of November, you've got to be, I don't know, what's the word I'm going to use? Let's be delicate here. Stupid. You've got to be stupid to think that that's actually a real thing. Unbelievable that people fall for this stuff. But some people will fall for absolutely anything. Just like when people recently were telling me, you know, Trump's actually turning over control of the government to the military. Excuse me? What planet are you on? The military will never be in charge of America. That's exactly what America is against. We had British troops coming up, rolling up, posting up in people's homes. And we fought against it. There was a whole revolution over it. And we ensured that that would never happen again. This is why you get pulled over by the cops and they want to search your car. And they go, hey, do me a favor, empty out your pockets. And they, they can't give you a command to empty your pockets. It's always, hey, do me a favor. It's always voluntary because we have Fourth Amendment rights, First Amendment rights, Second Amendment. We have a constitution. And it amazes me how little civic engagement we have. We need more of that. People need to know what America is, why America exists, what we do, and why we're allowed to do what we do. Then, of course, you get some radicals that, you know, they've got these videos all over YouTube where they get pulled over by the cops and they just post up a piece of paper on the window. And they just point at it like, no, I'm a sovereign citizen. You can't lock me up. You can't do this by order. But yeah, that's a little extreme, too. (laughs) And trust me, that doesn't go over well. These uh, the one video or, you know, they probably do it 100 times to get one cop that actually will leave them alone because they're like, you're a nut job. I don't have time for this. We really, really can't sit here and become, um, you know, radically stupid. We have to become informed patriots, radically informed patriots, and we have to incite patriotism, not incite, you know, radical stupidity. And, and that's my problem with so much of the stuff that happens on the Internet. So I see all these people now, many of my friends, and I care about them. People that I know, people that I love, and they're so upset about the outcome of the election, as we all are. But I've always told them, this is about winning an election, and we have to focus on winning an election. And they were so, no, this is about good and evil. This is about this. There's a secret military operation. You don't understand. I do understand. I told them, you're going to be really let down. And here we are, back to the world of facts. People cheat. People win. People lie. People steal. And life does go on. I'm in New York City, 17 blocks away from Madison Square Garden. Yes, there are rapes. Yes, there are murders. Yes, there are killings. 
Yesterday I talked about on the uh, WLIR radio show how they robbed a guy, 26 years old, stole his pants and his underwear. Now, of course, there was more to that story. It was a gang thing. It was a gang beef. They were getting him back. They wanted to embarrass him. They slashed him. That happens. But guess what? By God's grace, I take a subway every day. I'm in Manhattan every day. And that doesn't happen to me. And that's the point that I'm making. Bad things don't have to always happen to everybody. They just don't. Yes, they happen. Yes, they need to stop. And yes, they're wrong. But it doesn't mean everything is wrong. Keep it locked right there. I am Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. He's making podcasting great again. This is America with Rich Valdez. All right, America, bienvenido. Welcome back. Rich Valdez, your liberty-loving Latino amigo. And what we um, got going on today is this audio clip from The View. We got Sonny Hostin. Now, Sonny Hostin on The View had some interesting things to say, and I think it's part of the reason we've got the problems that we've got, and we have radicalism on both sides. Check this out. My reaction is that 45 out of uh, 50 Republicans think that uh, former President Trump should face zero accountability for inciting uh, an insurrection, uh, not only uh, against our capital, but against our very democracy. And I tend to agree with Joy. The current Republican Party, um, there is no rift in the in the current Republican Party. This is a far-right extremist party. This is the party of Marjorie Greene. This is the party of QAnon. This is the MAGA party. This is the Confederate flag party, the Confederate statue party, the kids in a cage party, the build-a-wall party, the anti-science party, the uh, anti climate change party, the nationalist party, the isolationist party. Um, There is no rift. This is the Republican Party of today. And I really think that if there are uh, Republicans that do not agree with this Trumpism, with this MAGA party, with this type of party, they are going to need to leave this party and start their own. Because if they stand with the 45 out of 50 Republican senators, that tells this country that they support everything that those other Republicans believe in. No, it only tells America that we stand against radicals like you, Sonny Huston from The View. Here's the deal. I am known as the brown guy. I am an American of Puerto Rican heritage. I have parents that were born on the island of Puerto Rico. And I am not alone in being a Republican. Now, I could care less, honestly, for the Republican Party. They're really just a catch-all of country club people, of conservatives, of this and of that, you know, of of usually uh, free market thinkers. Libertarians never really had a a place for their own because the Libertarian Party was never a thing. So most libertarians end up in the Republican camp. You've got uh, small government uh, conservatives that believe in that, constitutionalists. So we all kind of end up in the big tent of the Republican Party. And it's not a perfect world. But I can tell you this, I've never supported any of the half of the things she says. I have family members that, you know, were observers and researchers, you know, following the QAnon nonsense. And uh, I was, you know, to not get into things with them, I was always very, okay, well, if that's what you want to believe. But nobody with, with a, um, with, I should say experience in this business n- knew that that was, um, you know, anything but fake. Everybody knew it was, it was a fake phony fraud. Everybody. And anybody who believed it, it was because they liked that type of thing. It's like when I go to the movies, 
and I watch a movie, and let's say we're watching the latest Bourne Identity, I know full well that Jason Bourne is played by a guy named Matt Damon, and that he doesn't really love America. He doesn't love his country. He's a radical leftist. I, I know that to be true. But I also know to be true that I enjoy the movie. He shoots the bad guys. He goes in. He saves America. He protects the this, that. He's a former CIA super soldier, whatever it is. It's, it's fine. It's called entertainment, right? And I think it's a good thing. People follow lots of different types of entertainment. It's clear to me that when you hear somebody, you know, it, it's a federal offense if you work in the government to leak information to the media. So it's not a federal offense to leak information all over the Internet to Reddit to 8chan, to 4chan, to Twitter, to YouTube, to have people building on all of this cryptic nonsense that was out there. Now, listen, I'm not saying it didn't serve a purpose, and I'm not even saying it had some didn't have any positivity to it. I think Trump said it best when he said, from what I know, they, they, they're against pedophiles and, and people that are corrupt in government. Is that a bad thing? He's right. It's not a bad thing. If that's what, you know, what they stood for, God bless them. But the idea that it was somehow a secret covert operation run by Donald Trump, who was, I think, had the name of Q++. And it was, come on. This is why I've never talked about this. I'm only talking about it now because now people are lumping it into something that is illegal and they want to make the QAnon people terrorists. And I think, you know what? These are good people. These are good people that love their country. And if you got duped, I'm sorry you got duped. I really am. But don't be duped anymore. Walk away from that craziness. Now, I understand, but Rich, how could you say that? I can't believe that. No, yeah, I do believe that. You have to you have to really analyze things for what they are. And I think setting up the false expectation, and that's what happened with this, was a false expectation was set up where people who were unfamiliar with the Constitution and, A, unfamiliar or lacked experience in American politics, didn't realize how things work here. It's important to understand that while the Democrats will do things like Mao Zedong, like Joseph Stalin, like uh, Vladimir Lenin, they never do it with a heavy hand. You will never see Joe Biden strap a gun to his hip and put on a military uniform and be a military dictator and start a junta here in the United States. He'll never do it. Never. Because the way the American leftist Democrat works is to present themselves like they are pious and wholesome. Look at Obama. Obama, in my opinion, sparked the rhetoric that killed five Dallas police officers. That's my opinion. Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out in the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. I believe they're dead because of his mouth. They're trying to impeach Trump for that today. That's not true. Trump didn't say what Obama said. Obama literally called divide and conquer language into question when he gave his speeches on police, this and police that. And I wasn't going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> Speaking of rabbit holes, uh, to, but she mentioned it. And I want to make it clear. I'm not a QAnon guy. I hate the rebel flag. And people give me heat for it all the time. I don't like Robert E. Lee. Que se joda. Screw him. I don't like him. I never did. People have tried to make the argument. Well, putting aside the Civil War, Rich, you got to admit, he was a great military tactician. What? Dude, that's like putting aside Charles Manson's obvious mental deficits. 
He he was really a brilliant man. What? <laughs> Putting aside the, the the murder of the Jews, Hillian was freaking. Uh, Hitler was freaking terrific. No, no, absolutely not. I'm not going to sit here and play that game. Bad guys are bad guys. Good guys are good guys. I'm not going to take a bad guy and make him into a good guy just because. No. And when you have retired military generals, look, it doesn't mean that they're they're crackpots. I believe every word that Flynn said. I believe every word that McInerney said. I do. But I also know the limitations of what can happen in real life. I understand the controls that are in place. I understand that you cannot just black out and, and put, Ooh. this is an emergency broadcast alert system. Stand by for the president. My fellow Americans, the Democrats have kicked me off of Twitter, so I'm here to tell you I'm taking over the country with the military. Best military, huge. No, that doesn't work that way. This is America. We can't just do stuff like that. We have to follow the Constitution. If the streets are overrun with bad guys, what do you do? You get more good guys, more cops on the street. You don't say, hey, good guys, let's all turn into bad guys. Then everybody's a bad guy. It's like the old saying of an eye for an eye. If we really lived eye for an eye, we'd be a blind society. There'd be no eyeballs left. Keep it locked right there. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America. This is America. He's got the best head of hair in podcasting. This is America with Rich Valdez. All right, America, welcome back. Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, at Rich Valdez on all social media. Make sure you get me on social media because we try to give you all of the content we don't get to on the show. We share it there, and I can also take a note of your questions and what you want to talk about. And right now we're about to get into, in addition to the fascistic censorship that we've seen with the FBI arresting this conservative memer before, or Sonny Hostin claiming that guys like me, you know, Latino Hispanos that support conservatism, that support of, uh, the founding of America. We support the fact that God exists. I, I support that idea. I think that's allowed. Um, somehow I'm an anti-science, radical, right-winger, extremist, white supremacist. That's me. Anyway, uh, at least according to Sonny Hostin from The View, this is who they claim we are. But it's not true. I think most people are just honest, decent people that want to do the right thing. Just like most parents. Parents want to send their kids to school and expect that there's a teacher there that's going to do the right thing and they're going to be all right. But Florida teachers who had demanded to work from home have been caught at mass gatherings. Mm -hmm. It's true. Broward County public schools teachers uh, have been caught at rallies and parties. Now, several Florida teachers who received special permission to work from home due to coronavirus-related health concerns were found traveling and attending mass gatherings. At an arbitration hearing this weekend, Broward County Public Schools brought forward evidence, including pictures posted to their own social media accounts, that these teachers, who were granted permission to work from home because of the coronavirus pandemic, had attended parties and other crowded events last fall. One teacher flew to a wedding in Jamaica. I am so jealous. I want to go to Jamaica. According to the South Florida Sentinel, and another one took a selfie at an October rally for then-candidate, yep, you guessed it, Joel Baboso Biden. These are Biden people. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. They're teachers. The hearing resolved a Broward Teachers Union lawsuit that claimed the district improperly canceled work from home expectations for 1,100 teachers. As a result of the hearing, the district can now force teachers to educate students in person. One teacher, Tracy Merlin, attended a rally for Biden according to her publicly available profile. Months prior, the second grade teacher appeared on Chris Cuomo's primetime 
and said she feared that in-person learning could put her daughter's health at risk. I'm also a mom. I don't want my daughter to come home with any of that, Merlin said in a June uh, television interview. I've been home since March. Why? Well, because that's where we were told to go. They said, go home and stay safe. Well, now we know that going home, staying safe, go home and save a life, right? Stay home, save a life was the big um, cheer that was going on all of last March. And now we find out that it's not the restaurants that we've destroyed that's causing the problem, but it's actually the secret home gatherings because people are like, oh, can't go to a restaurant, can't go here, can't go anywhere. So we're going to have a party here. Wow. Amazing. Anyway, um, the teacher, Merlin, opposes reopening schools for face-to-face instruction and was one of about 1,700 teachers who'd received permission to work from home last fall as the district reopened its schools in October. Now, let me tell you something. I sound like Jim Carrey, right? Let me show you something. Fire Marshal Bill, for those of you old enough to remember. If I worked in a business, which I happen to, I work in a business where I need to come into a studio to talk on a microphone every day. Now, the technology does exist for me to do my show remotely. But that doesn't mean it's as good, and it doesn't mean that it's the standard. When you watch TV and you see people in the studio, they have lighting, they have the crew. It looks way better than when you watch TV and you see somebody in their living room. And the lighting's off. And every, you know, 17 seconds, there's a little glitch and you, the, the volume goes out, and it cuts in and out, and it looks like they're on a Zoom call. That's not the standard. That's the exception to the rule. But somehow people think, screw broadcast quality, screw the profession, we're not going to do that. I would never advocate for I should always do the show remotely. Now, I don't mean remotely from another studio. I mean, you know, remotely from my car. You know, <laughs> it's it's not what I would advocate. Yeah, sure, you can make an, an a pinch if it's an interview. It's There's things you can do. But by and large, you're going to do an hour show, two-hour show, three-hour show. You're not going to do that outside of a studio where you don't have access to a board operator or a a phone screener or whatever. I mean, everything is here. Why would I? It's like, I'm going to do surgery. Yeah, I could do it on a battlefield in Iraq. But wouldn't you rather do it in a operating room? So when a teacher says, I oppose face-to-face instruction because and the reopening of schools because, well, I want to be home. I don't want to get my kids sick. Excuse me? Is that is that a, a legitimate thing? That that argument would stand for anybody that has children. Anybody that has elderly people in their home. Oh, I, I can't come to work. I might get my people sick. Are you kidding me? You need to find another job. That's not how it works. Imagine cops. Listen, I'm going to work from home, guys. No, you have to work from the police car. No, I'm going to work from home. I have get kids. I might get my kids sick, you see. Come on. People, it's like they stop thinking when they hear the BS. They go, oh, BS? Yes, I'll take that. Give me two. I'll swallow them together. Come on. Anyway, these exemptions were set to expire on January 8th. The teachers union sued, however, after the district uh, asked students to return on January 11th in person. The following day, they exempted the 600 teachers, I guess, leaving out another 500. And the story goes on and on and on. And the point is, is clear. The teachers are getting away with whatever they want. And I, I don't mean to throw all teachers in together. There's a lot of good teachers out there. I, I was a charter school founder and board member for a decade. I love the teachers. I love the scholars that come in as students. I love the parents. I really do. I love the whole system. But we have to be fair and realistic. We can't sit here. And you have a right to do what you want to do. You have a right to say, listen, I'm not going to send my kid to school anymore. I'm going to homeschool. You can do that. But you don't have the right to say that everybody's kid has to be homeschooled. When they're paying taxes for public schools and they're expecting that these well-paid teachers are going to go and do what they do. 
it's been a standard part of how we operate as a society. So if they want to change that, they should expect pushback. If the government is going to stop doing what they've promised, then that's what happened when it was no taxation without representation and people flipped out and had a Boston Tea Party. And that's what I'm talking about. People will flip out. Parents will push back. And speaking of parents pushing back, we've got Mr. Mishan. He um, he showed up at a, a local town meeting in Loudoun County, Virginia. And you've heard this audio making the rounds. I told Mr. Producer I was not going to play it because the great one had played it last night, and I hate the backbench. But this was too good to pass up. I want you to hear uh, this dad blow his stack at the Loudoun County meeting. Check this out. You should all be fired from your day jobs because – if your employers knew that you were more inefficient than the, than the DMV, you would be replaced in a heartbeat. I literally just finished a conference call because I'm having to multitask to be here to, to address you guys. You're a bunch of cowards hiding behind our children as an excuse for keeping schools closed. You think you're some sort of martyrs because of the decisions you're making when the statistics do not lie that the vast majority of the population is not at risk from this virus. The garbage workers who pick up my freaking trash risk their lives every day more than anyone in this school system. Figure it out or get off the podium. Because you know what? There are people like me and a line of other people out there who will gladly take your seat and figure it out. It's not a high bar. Raise the freaking bar. I love this guy. This guy for president, please. Let's get this guy... uh... Some money right now, coffers. Let's get this guy, Mishan 2024, or if it's Mikan, I don't know. If I'm saying it wrong, my bad, bro. People call me Valdez all the time, and they put a Z on it, all right? It's Valdez with an S. Thank you very much. But anyway, this guy right here, I think he killed it. I, this is one of my problems in life I'm going to share with you, heart-to-heart with Richie V. I, when I get frustrated, I lose my ability to articulate. I have a friend here, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Her name is Juliet Huddy. She's on the other side of the fence. And when she gets perturbed, she becomes extremely articulate. It, it amazes me how when she's under pressure, she comes up with the best words and the best ways to phrase things. Me? Not so much. Usually my hand around some neck or something like that. So I, I tend to walk away if I get really frustrated or whatever. I mean, a little bit frustrated, I can handle it. It's a little tussle. But really blowing my stack. Like this guy looked like he was probably ready to pull out a bat at some point. You know, a couple more minutes. He showed remarkable self-control. But he was spot on. In 55 seconds, he said what we all feel. Figure it out. That's how real life is. You know, you could come into a radio studio and you're expecting everything to work like magic. And sometimes it doesn't. And what do you got to do? You got to figure it out. You walk into your business suite, whatever it is that you do, cashier, restaurant worker, whatever you do. There's always something going on. That's why you hear people use these phrases like, oh, I've been putting out fires all morning. They're not firefighters. They're not firemen. They're literally talking about problems that have arisen because things didn't go as they planned and they had to figure it out. And he's right. So many people hold themselves out to be some sort of martyr, frontline hero, this and that. Listen, I'm not taking anything away from people in healthcare. I've always had the utmost respect for people in healthcare. Uh, as those of you who've listened to this program for some time know that I uh, took some time off from my career to be with my parents as each of them were ill and then died. And I did lots of appointments, lots of hospitalizations, lots of meetings and conferences with lots of doctors, medical teams. And I've got nothing but respect for these people. Some of them I don't respect. Some of them were uh, 
how do we say in radio world, douchebags, but some of them weren't. And by and large, these people got into this business to do the right thing for people. They did what was right. So you learn to work with people like that, and you learn to respect people like that. But you also learn to not respect people who try to, like my mother would say, to take you for a sucker. When people try to take you for a sucker, people lose their patience. And we're seeing that in our government. These people aren't losing a day's pay. When these teachers are going to Jamaica, they're getting paid. Meanwhile, I'm looking at a restaurant that I've been dying to eat at for four months. It's a great steakhouse. And I can't go in it because they're not allowed to open at full capacity and they can't afford to operate at the lowered capacity. That's BS. And nobody wants to hear it. People want their lives back. We want to operate. This is America. And that's why I always say you got to stand for something because if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. That's a quote from Hamilton and Sir Edmund Burke and Lord Acton who say that the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing. So don't do nothing. Don't just sit there. Do what that dad did. Go to the town meeting. Raise some hell. Let people know how you feel. Speak up because there is power in your voice. Every person counts. And that means you. Hasta la próxima, America. Until next time, I'm Rich Valdez, and this is America. This is America. 